Hello everyone, welcome to another game. <laughs> That's the intro. It's he's the keeper. Whoa, it's your boy Zach. Coming at you. <laughs> Coming at you live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to He's a Kiefer. I'm your host, Jaden Cron. I'm your other host, Zach LaDuke. And this week we are watching. We watched. Uh, we're talking about Flashback 1990, starring Kiefer Sutherland. And Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper back in a back in the saddle, back in another Kiefer movie. Yep. Uh, he was previously he was in uh, Frankie the Fly. A classic. Uh, uh, a a classic. Uh, you may have seen him in other films such as Apocalypse Now, uh, where he's Probably literally not. on crack in real life. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just Apocalypse Now, though. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't not. Yeah, um, he's also in Blue Velvet. He's he's the bad guy from Speed. That's probably his the movie that I most know him remember him from. For some reason, my brain immediately went to Speed Racer. I'm like, he's not in Speed Racer. <laughs> he's <laughs> that's, not. That's pretty good. Um, he's he's not in Speed Racer. But he is in Flashback, which is the movie that we it's watched. The movie. So Flashback is about an FBI agent played by Kiefer Sutherland. Ooh. Who has to take Huey Walker, this made-up activist from the 60s, this hippie dude. Uh, he's been arrested because he did something bad. So Kiefer has to take him in. He has to book him, boys. But he has to... They can't fly into Spokane, Washington because it's too foggy there. So they got to get on a train. Uh, <laughs> they got to get on a train and get all the way up to, to Spokane from San Francisco. Uh... But then along the way, you know, they learn a little something about each other, uh, you know, and, and Kiefer realizes that maybe being an FBI guy isn't what he wanted to do with his life. And and then, and then, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> hijinks ensues. Uh, Kiefer, he, the, Huey gets the drop on Kiefer. Um, yeah. They, uh, they, they get into a whole thing. Um he Huey pretends to be the FBI officer. Uh, Kiefer gets thrown in jail. They they have to run from the law. They because the find... the local sheriff is corrupt. Crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they got they they get lost in the woods because they like jump off a bridge and then they go to uh they happen to be w near where Kiefer Sutherland grew up this uh hippie commune turns out he was actually a real hippie the whole time but he's Whoa. just denying his hippie genes it's in his blood you it's, can't deny it it's anymore. in his blood boy you're not Ke you're not ja uh, John you're you're free you're free and then he was and, free whoa yeah. okay. and then they uh then they keep trying to escape, and they get away for a bit. But then there's a climax in a well, in a train. Nice. You forgot about the part where Kiefer Sutherland realizes he's a true hippie by watching a movie of himself being a hippie boy. Oh yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. So then they get they got they escape on a train. They try to go to Canada, but uh, but they get cornered by the sheriff. So uh, Huey. Um, Try, Huey gets away, but then comes back, 
and saves Kiefer, and then they yeah. throw the sheriff off the train, and then the FBI uh, boss comes in, and uh, Huey makes it out like uh, Kiefer had uh, arrest had abandoned him, and then he mm-hmm. tries to make an escape on a train car by doing what he had originally said that he'd done back in the 60s, but he hadn't done, which was um, de- uh, uncouple the train car with uh, Vice President Spiro Agnew. Um, so he does that. Uh, then yep. he gets shot, but he doesn't actually get shot. He gets his book published. This is very long-winded. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. that's why I kind of ended it. it. But jinx and Sue. now we're at five minutes. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they think he gets, they think he dies because he gets shot in the chest, and then he falls off a cliff and blows up, but he didn't die. You idiots! You can't hit a, a person on a moving train, even though he was staying in the same spot relative to them. It was yeah. just moving back. Yeah. What do you think of this um, movie? This is a bad movie. Oh, okay. This is a this is not a good movie. Okay. Well, Dennis Hopper is the most intolerable character Kiefer's good Kiefer's actually really I, I, I thought Kiefer was was pretty good in this um Kiefer's fun that's about it really okay. uh it has an over-reliance on music like way more that than even true. other 60s movies that. we've watched where you're they, just sitting there like going on the highway bam, bam, they bam, played bam, born to be wild twice hey to music a dennis hopper isn't funny he's gonna try and say something funny but he's not funny at all I w- born to be wild but you know Kiefer does a good job uh for the most part i mean there's parts where it's like oh you get it i'm a hippie Oh, I don't know. Should I choose the future in front of me or should I choose the past I had? Oh, wow. And I really I, didn't I will care. say I, I, really I like, didn't care. I like the first half. Like I was on board with it for like the first half. Oh, really? I, I like the prem, you know, like the, the premise of like this like, you know, yeah. no nonsense FBI agent um yeah. sl- getting getting duped uh by by this you know this old uh, old hippie but i think but i agree like dennis hopper's performance kind of tanked the whole whole thing and like yeah. by the end i was it was just kind of just wait just waiting out the clock yep i yeah. think yeah Kiefer's definitely the best part of this uh-huh. by far um the opening well i do want to say the opening like the opening sequence with um like it's with the music and like just like the, you know the montage of the eighties. Yeah, I like that. That was good. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it was it was all right. It reminded me of what Phone Booth tried to do, but actually mm. it worked. Yeah, it actually did it for its its respective time. Yeah, that's fair. There wasn't yeah. enough Ronald Reagan quotes for me personally. That's so. fair. Also, <laughs> like honestly, that's why I'm a you sucker know. for for stuff like American Psycho because Ronald Reagan is involved in it on him so uh i mean i mean he does get one name drop so. that's true in this movie yeah but uh yeah it's it's mostly it's kind of the writing and, and, and dennis hopper's i agree with you i do like the idea of just there is comedic potential for hey i'm a i'm a no-nonsense you know that's just like classic yeah that is a classic comedy setup um but it's 
it also just didn't really have a ton to say in my opinion yeah it's 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 once again it's it's the same thing of like 1969 of like yeah it's it's kind of looking back as, as if the hippies had accomplished anything yeah and like you know like they in the end when they're escaping um they they bring the bus out and they they're playing his speech about yeah. the about the Vietnam War. It's yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, nineteen eighty nine. Like what? And all these people are tearing up. Like yeah, man, <laughs> the Vietnam War is bad. Like it's been over for over a decade. What? Uh, yeah, dude, you're thinking about freaking. Oh, you have other things on your mind at this point. Like I don't know. It, it especially with the opening. It it opened very like. The 80s are about greed, it's about consumerism. Yeah. You know, lambasting it. And then it then it turned into this, God bless the hippies, greatest generation ever. Yeah. It's this very wanky, um, this very wanky thing. Hey, quick, quick note here. Quick note. Um, this movie was set at a time where it was possible that the Berlin Wall had been taken down. Huh. Because that, that was taken down in, in, in November of 89. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, I guess when they're in, like, Oregon, it's it's kind of hard for them to... They don't get news out in Oregon. Well, no, no, no. I just mean it's, like, it's... It probably wasn't November in Oregon. Oh. They don't get gets, November out in Oregon. It gets a little... Well, no, it just looks <laughs> no. a little bit colder up yeah. there, you know? <laughs> but uh, at the same time, though, you're going to set something... I don't know. I feel like... Because this was made in the, in 1990. Yeah, you could have. I don't. You could have drawn comparisons there between these watershed moments for generations. Um, I'm not sure exactly what you'd say with it, and I don't think mm-hmm. the writers in this movie are competent enough to no. say anything good. But you could have tried instead I mean, of just kind of the wanky. Yeah, man, where do we all go wrong, dude? <laughs> I will say, I mean, in 2020, looking back, like, the historical context of the Berlin Wall is a lot more, like... That's true. A lot more solid, a lot more, like, known. Like, back then, like, 1990, you know, it's still very, like, kind of like a question mark, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, because... The Soviet Union didn't dissolve. Yeah, I don't think. That's true. Yeah, no. Soviet yeah. Union doesn't dissolve until 1991. Yeah, um, so. That's true, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Communism is still around. But, like, I don't know. I feel like people could tell that momentum was mm-hmm. was building. Um, anyways. Yeah, it's, uh, uh. Yeah, there's. This, mov- this movie is very frustrating because, like, there are moments. There are moments that happen where I'm like, okay. I mean, shut up, but, like, this is kind of fun. Like, the bar scene when after um, Huey uh, escapes custody from the train and he's at the bar and he's like, hey, I'm an officer. I just apprehended Huey Walker. And, like, the guys there, they were uh, they were fun, you know? Yeah. They, they were just a couple of baby boomers trying. Like, they, I think they kind of capture better kind of the spirit of this movie just like baby boomer trying to relive the glory days 
You know, they're yeah. like at, at the bar they used to go to as kids. Um, you know, they're talking about, hey, they got a machine for everything now. Everyone's butt looks great and we look like crap. Yeah. I just, um, I think for me, the way the movie, it felt like it was communicating. I don't know. This movie wants to appeal to everyone. So it felt mm-hmm. like there were people who, that you're supposed to kind of feel bad for these guys, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Cause then it does at the end, it gives them the, the redemption of them helping Huey yeah. and John off the train and they do yeah. the little like fist like yeah down with the man like shut up yeah also the uh I don't know the part when they kidnap Huey they just weren't I don't yeah. know I guess I would they were just they just felt like they were in the wrong movie cuz the, the rest yeah. of this movie is so so kind of shockingly serious I would some... say that's true. I shouldn't say shockingly serious, but like I don't know, it's it's serious enough. It wants to have enough of an impact that these two guys, you know, when they come down down the stairs after they've they've kidnapped Huey because of a misunderstanding, uh, and they're wearing like you know like a clown mask and and fishnet tights, like mm-hmm. yeah, we're the bad guys here. We gotta talk like this so they don't understand what we're saying. Like yeah, that's know. the thing. Like it they have it has this moment of like oh that was fun to like. Okay, we get it. And yeah. now you're just being self-indulgent. And that's, yeah. that is I the did, issue. I did like the part, actually. I did like some parts at the bar, like specifically when the one guy says, what the hell is wrong with this bar? What is some <laughs> neo-constructionist <Yeah>. crap? like <laughs> Post-modernist. Yeah, like just entirely the voice of two men who just have no idea what's going on. And then just like... Yeah, the part when when he like reveals to the when he's like I don't know, kind of egging them on and being an asshole. Yeah, uh, Huey is he's he's egging these two men on and being I don't know antagonistic towards them. That just didn't feel motivated at all. No, like it doesn't make any sense, <sighs> like especially because at that point, because like the whole th- it, it makes more sense in context of we know that he didn't actually do the big stunt that he's famous for in the sixties. He mm. didn't disconnect. Uh, Spear Agnew's train car but in the context of this it just seems like he's just screwing himself over yeah for no reason like yeah it's yeah I mean it's it's trying to have his cake and eat it you know it's it's trying to be like yeah the rebel never dies uh, the 60s is still alive but it's also like this great hero of the 60s actually didn't do what he said he did and yeah, sell out just trying to get his book published. Like, uh, which is it? Yeah, I know. And then at the end, he's like, "Ha ha, the '90s are gonna be like the the '60s again, yep. baby." And it's like, "Ha ha, yeah. what does that mean?" <laughs> Lots of activism, I guess. Yep. I mean, granted, you know, I can. For some re- for some reason, my brain was like, trying to figure out a way. My nah. my brain just jumped to a uh, battle in Seattle for some reason. It's like, hey, that was something that happened in the nineties. Yeah, I guess so. Did that happen in the nineties? Part of me. Like, I don't know. I, I I vaguely know what you're talking about. Battle in Seattle is when the World Trade Organization was in Seattle. And oh everybody, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did hear about that. That wasn't hippies though. 
Yeah, you're What's right. It? That wasn't hippie. No, but I'm just talking about public yeah, activism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like that's the thing about hippies. You know, it's like I was thinking about like, why don't mm. we just go? Why don't? Why aren't there commun? Because that actually doesn't accomplish anything. Yeah. And the hippies didn't really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what are, yeah. Well, let's talk about Kiefer in this. Uh, this is some. This is some nineties. Yeah, I mean, like this some... is some choice Kiefer. Like, yeah, we get some good range of Kiefer. We get Jack Bauer Kiefer. We get yeah. nerd Kiefer. We uh-huh. get th- when he's cry. Like when they're showing the film of like John as a baby, he's uh, pulling going out his Kiefer up. cry move. Yeah, like uh-huh. that was some. That was some acting right there, You're man. All, you are always so blown away by whenever Kiefer cries, but like, yeah, because he do it so many times. No, I mean I don't sure. think he's I've good at it that often, and he's you know he it, it was you know he was genuinely he was putting on the works. Yeah, I guess that's just good the way actor. the movie was was edited. It, that part just went on for far too long. Oh, it one hundred percent did. So I just <laughs> this movie is is like uh, an hour fifty with credits. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, you could cut cut out a lot of this. Um. There's the part where they're on the train, and like, <laughs> Dennis yeah. Hopper's like, "Yeah, you're inebriated. I'll get this woman to have sex." With. So yeah. like, it feels like at that part of the movie, yeah, it feels like it's like a, I'm gonna get this guy to break down his walls, but then That's the, the whole twist happens, and it's like actually, uh, he didn't have any walls to break down because he was already a hippie man. Like it felt like it was gonna kind of be like a always sunny, like you know, take just a human being and just mm. completely destroy them in every <laughs> sense of the word. But then it didn't do that. And that was, see, that's where I was on board with it. And then yeah. it like decided, no, that's actually not the way we're going. Yeah. And that's kind of where it, it broke free for me. Yeah. I hated free. the, uh, I hated the whole, Oh, this sheriff is sheriff is corrupt thing. Cause like, yeah. once again, very classic, um, kind of blame shifting filmmaking uh yep. says oh well you know there's uh, sorry bad apple storytelling that's yeah better because it you know oh it's this one sheriff who i mean there's one real like there's one moment when um you know dennis hopper has tricked everybody and he's bringing Kiefer in and he's like aha i got you now Kiefer." and the guy's like oh what happened to him and dennis hopper's like uh he fell mm. down and the sheriff just like coldly says, "Yeah, they fall down a lot for me too." And you're like, ah. "Do you want to joke about that movie?" Uh, I mean, let's, let's if we want to talk about what this movie wants to joke about, we could, there's another scene where we could discuss. Yeah, that's true. That is the scene where uh, they are in the woods, and so uh, oh. Kiefer's like, "You're you're 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 in some yeah. poison, whatever the heck." Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, yeah, you are. He's like, yeah. okay, maybe I am. He's like, oh, I know, I know, I know, a natural I know remedy. A Basically, he gets him to rub mud on his face. Uh, yeah. He tells him to get down on a knee, oh, and then, oh. and his words, not mine, sing "Mammy." Yep. So we can just leave it at that with a big yikes. Yeah, that was not yeah, good. Yikes I, it would have been like honestly, the joke would have just been funny enough if Kiefer had just. The joke would have been funny if Kiefer had just got him to, like, get his legs all covered in mud in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. 
Like, I just dried off, and you got mud all over my legs. But, nope. Nope. No, sir. More Kiefer doing really yikes things. It was... Like like, back in, back in New like Mexico. Like. Just like we like. Just like we uh, love. <laughs> You'll love to see it. Is this movie Kiefer, though, is the question. No. It's not a Kiefer. No. You know, if it, if it had been given to a different director and Dennis Hopper... Is Dennis Hopper just not a good actor? I don't know. He's, he's been very bad in both crack. things we've seen him in. Yeah, I well, you have, he's also an old... like. I feel like his period of acting is actually the 60s. <laughs> Um, so this movie's so autobiographical. Yeah, I feel like we're kind of getting him out of his, you know, his prime, so to speak. His Amazon Prime. Yeah. Speaking of Amazon, let's go to IMDb for some uh, taglines. Because this one, you know, it's the return oh, wow. of the taglines. This uh, return of the tagline. Uh. uh there we go. Oh my god, these are some good ones. A fed from the 80s is taking a fugitive from the 60s on a little trip. And vice versa. Time isn't the only thing getting warped. I need water for this last one. Okay, sounds good. I need to uh, soothe my throat. Oh, the yeah. yippee and yuppie. Only a vowel stand for... Oh, okay, hold on. I hadn't read that. Wait. <laughs> The yippy and yuppie. Only a vowel stands between them. Shut your entire mouth movie. A yippy and a yuppie. Only a vowel stands between them. Is Kiefer really a yuppie? I don't know. I guess, like, uh, to an extent, yes, but I would also just more associate yuppies with specifically, like, business people. Yeah. It's definitely much more of a corporate cult. Although, I guess, like, there's still the rampant uh, bad behavior. Um, I, uh, I mean, it's, it's young of... urban professional, so like. I guess. Oh yeah. Anyway. God, I just looked up yuppie, and just the pictures that I saw just made me want to yeah. vomit. Anyways, have you, seen... have you ever seen American Psycho? No, we've had this conversation. This okay. is like the fifth time we've had this conversation on the podcast. Well, because what if you? What if you? I have it on Blu-ray. I just haven't it. watched it yet because it's you know it's like one of those movies. It's like, do I want to watch this right now? That seems like yeah, a lot. That's let's fair. Go do anything else? But okay. let's go to reviews. Uh, this one comes from TCP. Call me deprived. Okay. But I found this movie awesome. Uh, July nineteenth, two thousand three. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> As an at the edge baby boomer, because there's the there's a hyphen between edge and baby. Yep. Um, but sure not is. between baby and boomer. So it's at the edge, baby, boomer. I wasn't quite old enough or precocious enough to appreciate the labeled hippie era. However, having, within the past four years, gone through my requisite midlife crisis with accompanying chaos and change it demanded of me, I found the movie totally entertaining and resonant for me. I loved the personification of the free spirit of love and laugh. That the movie portrayed the 60s as. I'm sorry the voice changed partway through, but I love the personification. The scenes with Carol Kane and her, quote, reclusive hippie-esque Keeper of the Flame character touched a deep chord within my 46-year-old psyche. My old soul resonated. 
with the archetypal emotions and images that the film engendered. When we learn the old barn, when we enter the old barn through the camera's lens, lens, I found my deepest yearnings stirred, and I was beyond moved at the scene when she opens the door to display the images that most resonated with that time period. I'm sure I'm not the only wannabe hippie who is thus moved. I would love to see more of these souls through their thoughts about these, post their thoughts about this movie. Okay, oh. I'm going to say it. Don't even try to stop me. Okay, Boomer. Yeah, there we go. Okay, but we got one from Blues Bro number nine. This is a five-star review. Oh Flashback. Reviewed on Whoa. December 21st, 2013. <laughs> Ditto with this one. Thought I had done a good plot and good service. Can't do more. No more typing today. Too much to do. Damn, he's got to get back. He's on a mission from God, dude. Like. (laughs) All caps. No punctuation. (laughs) Thank you, Blues Brother number nine. Okay. True hero. This one? I'm just going to read this one, even though it's not at all related to the film. Okay. Uh, this one comes to us from Paul Carmichael. Classic. Well, what's the point? I bought quite a few Dark Shadows videos now. They have always <laughs> been a joy to receive, especially as living in England. Note this. Uh, this this move. This review is from 2001, reviewed in Canada. Living in England, I hadn't even heard of the series until 1996. The 1840 flashback tape, however, is what? quite awful. I was hoping it would condense the 1840s episodes into a movie-length film. What I received was a 40-minute cassette featuring two or three episodes spliced together. The Trial of Quentin for Witchcraft, a wonderful story, is not featured at all. At the end of the tape, nothing is resolved and nothing makes sense. I originally bought this tape to encourage my fiancé to enjoy the program. At the end of the tape, she endured. What was that all about? I had to answer. I got no idea. <laughs> all the other MPI Dark Shadows tapes I have bought so far are wonderful, which leads to the question, why did MPI bother? I'm afraid I could not provide any answers, especially as the 1840 flashback one is available in full on home video. I could never give a Dark Shadows tape a star rating of one however i do feel i do feel that to give it to is rather generous if you're a fan however you'll probably completely ignore me and buy it anyway just like i would if i were you (laughs) what's the point indeed what on earth paul what the (laughs) thank you parkour paul carmichael thank you parkour michael parkour Uh... We got one from Jeremy F. This one is reviewed in the United Kingdom. Five stars. Five stars. Excellent film. Funny. Action eye-opening. Love this one. Recommended. Wow. Truly is action eye-opening. This one comes to us from Maxine Nicholson, also from the United Kingdom. Ooh. This was a brilliant film that followed the exact storyline that I... Dot, dot, dot. This was a brilliant film called The Exact Storyline that I was hoping it would. It was funny at the right times, and the drama was fit in just right without making it seem too awkward or out of place. The acting was brilliant by both leads and the rest of the cast, and I was hooked from beginning to end. Definitely one of my favorite movies by Kiefer. Yep. 
We got one from DI or is that a DL? Who's to say? DI slash L Whitfall. Uh, also, in the United Kingdom on March 22nd, 2014. Five star review. Great film. Loved the whole thing. Wow. Really had a good laugh with this film. Great story done so believably and so funny. Had me in stitches. Really believable film, Jaden. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> this one comes to us from Pam Richards Pun. No, not, not Pam Richardson, Pam Richards Pun. There's a P instead of the O. That's Great! Funny. Five stars. I love this movie. Hopper and Savon are at the best, and it is very funny. I go back to the time of flower power and hippies. I would recommend recommend this one to anyone with a pulse. I got Thank a pulse. Cameron I guess I got to watch this movie. I guess we got to watch this movie again, man. Ugh. Um, Tom Albright, 1999. Five stars. One heck of a film. It's a shame this movie isn't no very well. I rented it because I am a huge Clifton Young fan and had seen both Kiefer Sutherland and Dennis Hopper in other movies. Dennis Hop- Dennis and Kiefer are good actors, but this was a major hit for them. I also think it to be Cliff's, Sheriff Hightower, best role. This is a great movie, and if you haven't, haven't seen it before, I suggest you do. This is my fave movie, except for Shock Treatment. Another one Amazon has and is funny. <laughs> I really like this movie. <laughs> funny. <It is> funny. <laughs> that's in 1999. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, is that reviews? I think that's reviews for today. I'm feeling good reviews. about it. So we're moving on to news. There's not much news, so we got a kind of a fun story, kind of a you know, kind of one of those like you know, feel good stories that like is complete filler garbage in um in like a TV news show where it's like, and now this uh, after all these depressing things. So we're going to that. Uh, man born without a hand gets Metal Gear Solid 3D printed bionic arm. Hell yeah! So Daniel Melville, uh, he was born without a right hand. Um, so he. Open Bionics, which is a company that exists, and if you click click their link uh, on the, this article, it takes you to register for a hero hero arm. So that's cool. Nice. Uh, so Open Bionics and publish uh, Metal Gear Solid publisher Konami teamed up to create a Venom Snake Bionic arm for Melville, who lives in Reading in, in the United Kingdom. Um, yeah, so they. He's also, uh, the company's also created an artificial limb that was based on Adam Jensen from Deus Ex Machina. Nice. Or specifically Mankind Divided. There's no Machina uh, in the title, it's just Deus Ex. Yeah, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. That's what I mean. Oh, that was the bad uh, one, wasn't it? Uh, that was the, I don't know. <laughs> that was the Augumentary Pre-Order one, wasn't it? Oh, that was, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's, yeah. 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 Um, we I'm digress. Look, I'm gonna look this up. I've been, it's been so long since I've been in the freaking days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's not much, not much to this article. Basically, yeah. But now we can. He now got, he's do... got the arm that Kiefer Sutherland, Gear Solid had. Yeah. What can he Kiefer do now, Jaden? I don't know. You uh, were saying now he can. Uh, now we can. Now we can really. Now he can just cosplay as Kiefer Sutherland. Now he can rock the bar, I guess. Rocket punch! Yeah. Wow. Uh, yes, now he can sneak around, uh, except that he is dummy thick, so that's unfortunate. Mm. Good mm. goofs all around. Okay. 
So now that's about it for news. There's nothing interesting even happened with Quibi. Just a bunch of like, what happened? There was one yeah. article that's like, Baby Boomer tries to make Netflix. It's like, shut up. <laughs> just, please, just for the love of God, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm begging you. Anyways, what am I watching? What are we watching next week? What are we even watching next week, Jaden? Yo, that is a very good question. Okay, Zach. As okay, per dude. usual, you got two. Count them two, two options. Count count them two. Chaos Emeralds. Uh, So we got two Chaos Emeralds. I'm not going to lie. During the movie today, there's a moment where they were reloading their revolvers, and I just had to die. I had to yell. I love to reload during a battle. I don't know what that is, Jaden. That's a revolver ocelot thing. Well, not all of us are nerds, Jaden. It's a Metal Gear Solid thing. I'm not a loser like you. It's a Metal Gear Solid thing for those of you who don't. Like you. Okay, um, we can watch. Can't we? Uh, if we want to. Um, I trust you to kill me. I trust you to kill me. Kill. Kill Elton John. <laughs> kill Elton John. <laughs> or we can watch Where is Kyra? I don't know where, where she is. Is we... Kyra? Or is it Kira? Where is Kira? My Where is Akira? Oh, we're going with this. Looks. Wait, how long is this one? This is only 105 minutes. Okay, we're we're trusting you to kill me. Okay. Okay. Uh, do we have a link for this? Yeah, we do. Okay. We have. Okay. We have access. Uh, so thank you to Kyle for our incredible. Amazing, fantastic, wonderful podcast art. You can go check out links to her other work in the description below, where you can also find links to Kevin McLeod, who created the song Sax, Rock, and Roll, which we use as our theme song every week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at HAKpod, or on Instagram at HAKpodcast. Um, and you can leave us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And you can send us a message on Anchor. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Like, if you're listening right now, that could be you. You could be you on know. this podcast. We've been going. Literally, all you have to do is message us. Yeah. We are going to outlive Quibi. I think. I think that means you got to message us on Anchor. So send us a message on Anchor. Mm hmm. And if you, you know, as long as you don't say anything dumb, Mm -hmm. you'll get on the show. So, like, just do it. Like, it's literally that easy. Anyways, I have been your host, Aguilera. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been. He's a Kiefer. Really, it's it's stupid if you don't. Yeah. Moronic.